you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Welcome, 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 welcome to the sidelines. It's your boy Alan C in the place to be. What's good, man? I'm ashamed her up here. But it is your boy Ryan Waves. I'll be back in like five seconds. <laughs> random for sure. Right, that's definitely random. <laughs> yes, sir. Welcome to the sidelines. We are let's see. Got my map right. About 11 Sundays away from football. It's way too long. <laughs> too long? <laughs> way too long. Lord. I know we got basketball and possibly baseball, depending on what the Yankees looking like, to, to get my mind off of it, but they kind of started at the same time. Mm. But on the, on the uh, bright side... We are a little over a month away from the NBA season starting, so yeah. that works. That works. I'm not even to be honest. Even with sixty games, it's gonna be hard for me to watch baseball. I might look at it the first day to see how it how it goes with everything, but other than that, unless then again, it might work because. The Orioles used to have a habit of starting hot and then fizzle down for like a nice little stretch and they get hot. They might get 20 games this year. Come on, yo, don't do that to me. I'm just saying they might get 20. My issue. If Rutschman is called up, I'm watching. If Rutschman on the active rush, I'm definitely going to watch. My issue is my Yankees are so hot and cold. These niggas have scored 10 runs in one game and the very next game scored two because they just trying to go for the home run. You ain't got that much time to be wasting in 60 games <laughs> to be trying to go boom or bust. <laughs> right. This will be interesting to see how this play out for sure. Well, I'm curious. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was our baseball segment. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, the main reason I'm interested is the World Series is supposed to be Yankees versus Dodgers. So, that's my favorite team versus the team that my favorite basketball player owns. <laughs> oh, that's the, uh, the prediction? That's the prediction for uh, for the, the World Series this year. New York Yankees versus L.A. Dodgers. Mm, NYLA battle. Very if, if we lose to, to Maggie Johnson in this squad, couldn't die at the hands of a better man. <laughs> Makes sense. I understand. All right, man, let's get to it. 
biggest news of the weekend. Mm. Former MVP. Former NFL League MVP. Former Rookie of the Year. Multiple-time Pro Bowler. You know what? I don't even pay attention to All Pro. <laughs> That's what, that's what we should pay attention to more than Pro Bowl. You should, but I like Pro, like All Pro, it's not something that the players have any say in, so it don't don't really matter to me. Like I pay attention more to like the top one hundred when the NFL ranked the top one hundred because that's yeah. that's from the players. Just like like MVPs don't make sense to me, <laughs> and like Drew Brees is the only person in like the top five to seven passing yards and passing touchdowns and no MVPs because he wasn't voted MVP by writers. Like that that, that don't make sense to me. The <laughs> man who won at every level so far except for the professional level. Cam Newton signs a one-year deal with the New England Patriots. Mm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and kind of sick core. Huh? I said, we already seen that coming, so it wasn't like it's a big shocker. Like, oh, wow, that's something crazy. Did we really see it coming? I'm about to say, can I tell you, I didn't really see it coming. I've always been a positive person. I don't always see it coming. I was thinking, uh, restart, they might be tanking for Trevor Lawrence. No, not a tank, just a little rebuild. Not a tank. <laughs> <laughs> like, did we see it coming? I seen it coming. He don't fit. You don't fit what? Let's, yeah, let's just go. All right. All right. I didn't mean to kick it off like this the first Five minutes of the show. But he don't fit he don't fit the Patriots at all. He don't fit that brand. The Patriots style is to drive the ball eleven plays. Cam Newton is a home run hitter. Even when he only had Ted Ginn, he's a home run hitter. He needs that big play and New England don't have anybody that got that big play. His receivers average a five eight. 40, like, <laughs> he got no home run guys at all. He's not, he's not Tom Brady accurate. <laughs> he got a better receiving core than he probably had in the past two, three years. Maybe Hell four. Uh, well, are we, are we, are we talking Mac as a receiver? Are we counting Mac as a receiver? Because he's a better receiver than, um, other you from Georgia. Sony Michelle. Are we counting um, Samuel in there? Are we counting um, what's the other dude? We can't count like Cam ain't throw to the guys this year with DJ Moore and. I'm about to say DJ Moore. I take that receiver call over over Patriots. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I think Cam to a degree, you're kind of undermining the 
what's the word? Intelligence of the offensive coordinator. Because Josh McDaniels was able to get eight wins and a playoff victory out of Tim Tebow. He adapted to that. You know, you know what I mean? He, he adapted to Tebow's talents and he got a it, or lack of and he got a playoff victory. You got people make Tebow like that. Who, who has the ability to tuck it and run, who can make damn it every throw on the field. It's like he they to me they upgraded their quarterback. It's they like definitely upgraded your quarterback when your quarterback that stayed the kid. I, I I think I think you sleep in on the, the receiving talent. The problem isn't that they are talented or or they're slow, is they were just young. Edelman, a slot guy who is the older older guy in the room, but he let the league and drop. Last year they had rookie Jacoby Myers, who was a what four fifth round, fifth or sixth round pick, mm-hmm. and Nikhil Hurry, who was hurt most of the time and then got on late, and they ain't know how to use him per se because Brady couldn't make the throws. Okay, so they got Devin Duvernay and James Prochet as as receiver, but not as. Fast. <laughs> no, but but then they, <laughs> but then he added, you know, he added a tight end, and um, Devin, uh, was it Asiata? I see, I see, I see, or something like that. Tight end they got, they like Cam. Well, you forget what if Cam say retired? And you got Greg Olson over in Carolina. I'm taking Carolina wide receiver call over New England. That's fine. That's fine. But I'm just saying, you 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 lowballing it. Like I'm not. I see nine wins out of this team. They got a, how many? Nine. They went from four to nine in the weekend. They win. They don't win that division. Gee, they went from four to nine in the weekend, yo. That's a hell of an upgrade. You, yeah, yeah. You, you just hate them. I think it's hate. That's all I did. Yo, the funny thing, the, the upsetting thing about this, and it, I, like, I'm unbiased. Yeah, I'm a Cam fan. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of the New England, but. Did y'all really think, like, damn, man, Cam and New England jerks kind of fly? No, not really. They all what? <laughs> I had a Corey Dillon jersey. I know that. I don't know that Cam and New jersey will be fly. All right, so they ain't gonna lose by twenty. They'll just lose by eighteen and a half. That's fair. Nah, they still get spanked. <laughs> they gonna lose by eighteen. They still get spanked, but I think. I, go ahead, John. I think Al is, is overachieving and thinking too much in the verbal of saying Cam Newton step up a home run hitter. You gotta realize he gotta fit in that offense just as much as Belichick trying to fit what he likes to do too. So it's gonna be a balance of different things. You gotta, you gotta remember when we were talking about the Patriots when they didn't have Brady, what the core was going to be, and that's still going to be that offensive line and Sony Michelle. He's going to have that run game. It's not going to be probably as explosive. Careful mm-hmm. back there, you still can move the rock. You know, you can still shake people right. in and out of the hole. So you're going to have that play fakes and play actions with elements and short routes. He's going to be strong enough to get it five to ten yards, just like Brady was doing. There's no arm having that. So. I can see them win a division 10 games. I can see them game. I 
Buffalo's defense. I like Buffalo's wide receiving core more than I like New England. I got Buffalo winning that division. Oh, that sounds good. And Josh, all Josh Allen got to do is have a pulse. I'm not even saying Josh Allen is a world beater. Josh Allen is the next anything. All he got to do is just, yo, you got John Brown, you got Stephon Diggs. Find these guys. Use these guys. You got Devin Singletary who don't have to share the backfield with an 80 year old running back. You got Ivy, not Ivy. Who they got? This got somebody from the Cardinals. Forgot the, the running back, and you have enough. You just drafted Jack, Jack Moss. Like your running back field is better. You got AJ Atmanazzo on that defense with Ed Oliver from the year a year ago. To uh, is right ain't Stephon Gilmore, but he ain't nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, he's better. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about that uh, Stephon deal like later on in the in the show? We can talk about it, but you know me, like I said this when we when we scout with you, uh, Davis fight, like all right, Molly Humphrey's a Raven, and I love it, but Davis White, good God Almighty, boy, that boy's insanely good, man. Mm-hmm. Darius is getting slept on. I don't know though. Um, it's it's just something like the the uh, the principles of which Bill Belichick's Patriots are built on are are still there, and it's very similar. Well, we're at the video camera. They're not allowed to use a video camera this year. Well, well, I mean, well that's something different, but it's very similar to to the Ravens. And it's what Bill Belichick learned when him and Ozzy and them, they were in Cleveland. You build your team through the trenches. It's your offensive and defensive line and your tight ends. And you look at that roster, it's still solid in no major areas. And then you add a stun and Cam Newton, that quarterback, with young receivers who not only, not only young receivers, but young receivers that Cam can identify with. That Cam can actually relate to, like who, who they can have that bond off the field, you know what I mean, and really vibe with. And that's chemistry building. It's to me, they they still gonna be within that twelve, that that twelve win range, twelve to thirteen win range, like, like the Patriots typically are. Okay. They won't sweep anybody in that division. Say it again. They won't sweep anybody in that division. They're the second best record. They can sweep the Jets. It's close. They wasn't sweeping Miami with Brady. (laughs) They weren't. So, so, so I'm just saying, like, hey, I think they'll sweep the Jets, though. It's possible, but Jets is is dysfunctional, especially they get rid of Jamal Adams. They're just dysfunctional all the way around. They get rid of Jamal Adams, more pieces are following. Jamal fans ain't going no fucking way. 
Yeah, I mean the, the the Panthers did not do Cam any favors by releasing them so late, and now you're getting the playbook. It's basically July, so you got a month to get the playbook and get the terminology down from Carolina. So that definitely works against him. It that definitely can't help him not being being with meetings for, for the team this whole three four month period that they were. That's true, but. What what also helps him in that is he's been such so successful at football right. for so long. The hardest thing is the terminology. You know what I mean? He's he's the type of guy where he gonna pick up the routes on like on air like that. It's yeah. just a matter of just you know the terminology like you mentioned. Yeah. I don't I mean, think it's gonna hold him back too much. But can go for, from Florida to a JUCO. Cam went from Florida to JUCO to Auburn and was Heisman and a champion. <laughs> so I'm not saying that he's not going to pick anything up. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying it can't help. It can't help that you get in the playbook and everything so late. <laughs> Before we um, uh, Damn. Uh, off. Before I, I move on to my second Cam question, um, the whole Carolina. If I'm a young parent, if I'm McCaffrey, if I'm uh, who's the draft pick this year? Um, Auburn. Auburn. Uh, From Auburn. They just Carl Davis. No, Carl Davis. Derek Brown. Derek Brown. Right. There you go. If even if I'm DJ Moore, I'm looking at how Carolina does business with their legends, and I and to be honest, I'm not looking to stay there long term. Hmm. My mindset is is the green rules above all, and because look how they let Steve Smith and Cam Newton, two of you the greatest in your franchise that don't leave on good terms and retire in that, you know, in that uniform. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's just bad. That's not how you view people. I understand football is a business, but you should be in the business of people as well. Like, this is, this is just terrible. <coughs> we said but, that how we, uh, how they built the team around, um, first place. And I have no office line. Barely had any weapons. You tried Calvin Benjamin, that wasn't a smart ass move. Mm. Yeah, that was wild. That was insane. All right. Richard Sherman brought up a great point. Cam Newton signs a one year deal with the Patriots. Mm. Technically, it's the minimum, but with incentive base, he can make $7 million. Mm-hmm. All these incentives. And. Oh, shoot. Sherman says it's ridiculous because <laughs> how many former league MVPs has signed, had to sign for the minimum? 
asking for a, fr- a friend. Mm. A transcendent talent has a sign for the minimum. Less talented QBs are getting 15 to $16 million a year. Disgusting. What are y'all thoughts on that? It's a good point. I think it's a very valid point. I just don't. I say honestly, for me, I think if Cam would have been told the truth at the beginning of free agency, before you know, um, Mariota got money to go to Vegas, and Ryan Tannehill got the contract that he got to be in Tennessee, if they'd have let Cam go at that point. Cam would have gotten the money that a uh, former MVP supposed to have gotten. It's just you gave him, you let him go too late. So at this point, every all the jobs were filled. So now he cho- chooses between a few jobs. And Patriots are strapped against the cap. That's why they traded Long Gronkowski for peanuts when he came back. They strapped against the cap. Hold up. Was Cam really released too late? He was released way late. It was after the initial free agency period. Like, Cam was still a Panther when when, um, Mariota got his deal. So by the time they released Cam, people was already in the mindset of thinking draft quarterbacks that we need. Not Cam is getting released. I'm sure Phil wouldn't have got the deal he got if Cam was available to go to Indianapolis. But I thought even with that, even right, even though he was released, you know, he still was released before the draft. Right. To the point where teams were scared to work him out because of Corona. They couldn't fly him in. Mm-hmm. Right. That's so why that was the main reason why. No, we're still late, though. Uh, like, they couldn't get a... Tampa Bay couldn't get a uh, a workout with Brady to get his physical, so they allowed the doctor to do whatever they had to do and fax the paperwork to him. But by the time they let Cam go, I mean, everybody had a job <laughs> or was no, looking for a rookie. No, 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 but still, still, what you just said he did with Brian, but it's just he's coming up. I think that's the main thing. They could have had him. You could have worked out with a certain doctor, and then send all the information over. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. they wanted teams wanted their own special doctors to look at him. I mean, that too. I want to know what changed though over the weekend. To me, like what mm-hmm. did did Car- not Carolina? Did New England get any new information that made them go? Okay, let's get a can. I mean, the, the the looks of that, like, I guess with the, um, you know, uh, what you call it, um, states opening up, they could have, you know, been more re- reasonable to fly somebody out to see them work. 
Right. I mean, if they did that, that that's that's what happened. But I just it seemed like it was out of the blue that they signed Cam, and coincidentally, thirty minutes before they get punished by the NFL, <laughs> so that we could talk about Cam being there instead of I got cheat with a little smack on the wrist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, man. This is crazy. It's funny how that worked out. Yeah, I'm excited for the season even more now with this. I hope it happens. The season happens this year. It's going to be fun to watch. Al, let's get to the shot for the stoppers. All right, so the one I was thinking about was former wide receiver Brandon Marshall was on Colin Cowherd's show last week, and he had mentioned that Green Bay was wasting Aaron Rodgers. Had wasted Aaron Rodgers' career, being that they only got one run out of him 10 years ago in 2010. Stop it or stop it. Did Green Bay waste Aaron Rodgers' talent? I don't I'm going to shop. And are you, you still thinking about it? Yeah, I'm still thinking. All right. So while you still thinking, I'm going to shop it. You like, L, you bugging or you can agree? I'm going to shop it for the simple fact that you've had two of the best, um, two of the best quarterbacks in the history of the league for, let's just roughly say 30 years, the last 30 years. And you got two rings out of the deal. And one of those rings came with the great, well, actually, shit. Both of your rings came with two former defensive players players of the year on that squad as well. Reggie White helped Brett Favre get that ring. And Charles Woodson was the defensive player of the year. Brandon Aaron Rodgers won the ring. So you already had this blueprint set that yo fix this defense and we can do some things you already had that 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 precedent set but yet and still you continue to draft wide receivers and corners like that was your your be all end all no nigga go get some pass rushers go help clay matthews (laughs) go go get somebody on the other side of clay go get somebody besides bj raji like fix this defense up Aaron Rodgers is a good enough talent to make wide receivers work. So, the fact that you're drafting five or six wide receivers every two years, to me, is wasting his talent because, you know, you get a good, a solid running back back there, Aaron Jones, who scores touchdowns ridiculously. Had the same amount of touchdowns as um, Christian McCaffrey last year, all as far as all-around touchdowns. <laughs> So you get him a running back and fix that defense and Aaron Rodgers can help you win. He's already proven that he he's he's skilled enough to win in this league with minimal help. Okay. So I just think they drafted they drafted wrong. And that's why I was shopping. What was the stop of the stop? Um Green Bay wasted Aaron Rodgers' talent. 
Ref him only having one ring in his career. Um, I'm a shop and ass stop it because they didn't put enough talent around him at times offensively, offensive line, interior. Um, add, add more weapons other than Adams. But like you said, the defense was one of the things that hurt him from a lot of playoff runs when he had when he went up against San Fran a lot of years. Mm-hmm. You had Camp running all over you doing crazy Super Bowl. I mean playoff runs, and then you then you lose to um, was it Carolina? No, you lost to Arizona. Yeah, Arizona put like forty, almost fifty points on y'all. <laughs> on and on the last drive, they, they, they went down the field on you on two plays, and Fitzgerald had that. Had both um, touches, so I say it's a give and take on uh, both offense and defense. Why? But then it's coaching as well. She lose, she lose a lot of games in the playoffs. So I'm, I'm just saying both. Oh, hmm. You know what I? I'm going to stop it. Yeah. I'm going to stop it. Both of y'all make, you know, valid points. But I'm just looking at Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the Green Bay Packers record with Aaron Rodgers. Since they won the Super Bowl in 2010. Which was 2018, they went 6-9-1. And the other season, they went 8-7-1, uh, I'm looking at. I think it's, what I'm mistaken. 2013, I think that was, they won like eight games. But other than that, other than 2013, 2018, they won at least 10 games.
they held him to Clay Matthews too long instead of addressing the need of you know better younger pass rushers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So especially at linebackers. Yeah, I was so in that sense, you know, in that sense, you, you can say they dropped the ball a little bit, but like for the, the majority of his career as a starting quarterback, he's been winning. And it's just, you know, and, and he's getting them to the to the dance. And we all know once you get in the dance, anything can happen. This any given Sunday. I just I feel like, you know, this is just the hand that he was dealt. Like, one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. And if he goes down and he never win again, he can still say he did something that Dan Marino never did. Yep. Yeah. No, no, this is and the crazy thing is he's probably the only quarterback where we could say, like, man, you ain't winning 10 years? And she'll say, nah, that's still, that's still, you don't replace me. You still don't replace Yo, what the? <laughs> All right, so y'all know I'm not losing my mind. Well, I might be. But I just went in my room to grab my charger. I couldn't find my phone at all. I knew I didn't take it back there with me. Now I saw when you walking back. I'm trying to find my phone. Like, I knew I didn't take it back there. All right, I'm good. I'm, I'm wild. That's interesting, though, Brandon Marshall say that, though. I think Green Bay is just one of those old grandfather and franchises, though. It's like, the way they run a team, nobody runs a team like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, they don't have an owner. The people are the owner. <laughs> yeah, then they just recently when, when uh, DaCosta the year before the cop, maybe a year or two before the cops got the job. Yeah, they, they changed GMs. And was it CEO, CEO as well? Was it like the GM, the coach reports to the GM, the GM reports to the coach. I'm sorry, the GM reports to the CEO. The CEO goes to a board, reports to a board of like 45 members. And then that board reports to a board of 15 members. Wow. Because the people own the team. There's no owner of the team. <laughs> so it's, just, it's, a, it's pretty much how they run their organization that it just doesn't... It can go in so many different organizations, so many different ways because there's no owner. <laughs> yeah, How y'all feel about uh, Adam Schefter reporting that um, besides the Patriots, Cleveland was the only other team to speak with Cam Newton prior to him signing? I think that's accurate. Well, no. Well, yes. I'm about to say Chicago should have been talking, but Chicago just signed Foles, so it's probably I think he got released after Foles got signed. <laughs> but they talk to him this year, year. like, like. Baker makes you how how would you feel about that? Now, granted, it's a new coach and a uh, new GM. What's his name? Got mm-hmm. a brother in there. A new GM, right? Mm-hmm. I like Stefanski though. So, 
I like let's just put it this way. I like Stefanski more than I like um whoever the coach was they just had. Freddie Kitchens. Kitchens, yeah. I like Stefanski more than I like Kitchens. A whole lot more. They finally got a grown up in, in the in the uh the coaching staff. Yeah. <laughs> Well, how would you feel if you make a man feel like, what? Shape up and shit out. You're the number one thing. You know, him and Odell working out. <laughs> yeah. Odell, Odell working like, out. Odell ain't no fool. Like, yo, bring him on, yo. What's the little white boy? That yeah. would have... <laughs> that, to me, says the most about Baker Mayfield. My number one receiver who we had to, quote-unquote, force into an offense last year. He's working out with another quarterback. Like, to me, ain't no way in hell Odell's my number one and he's working out with another quarterback. Right, that's what I'm saying. How would you <laughs> feel if Baker? And then, like, like it was funny because um, I want to say before we seen Cam and Odell working, it was reported that Baker was working in Texas with receiver. Flanders. Landry, I think Landry had surgery or something during the offseason. But he working with, like, Austin Hooper and a couple of, like, the second and third, you know, well, third and fourth stringers, some of the rookies, whatever. But none of the top guys. I, I thought that was interesting. That's crazy. Like I said. You know, he, Baker want to say something, but, you know, he, he not going to say nothing this time. Mm. But, you know, he would have said something real slight. That it's funny how other guys is throwing to other receivers, but I can't throw it. He just said something slick like that, but you know he gonna try to keep it real quiet this year until he start winning. He got shut up. <laughs> Stop filming no commercials. Go go to work. I realize the speed that you don't have. That's to me. That's to me. To me, that's big, Baker's biggest problem. He thinks his legs can get him out of shit that he really can't escape. Like, he's not that fast, baby. Right that damn line, he said, look, I'm trying to make something. <laughs> you can't make it. Just know when the play is dead, yeah. brother. And, and that, I think, I believe, he believes that he can throw any throw and force anything, and the coaches damn man believe it, too. That's why you take the chub hands a lot, and you become a team that's in top 10 and top 15 in the draft for yeah. years. You try to force a situation that shouldn't be forced. That's why I like Stefanski there. was tough. As a, as a football fan, that's why I like Stefanski there because Stefanski, Minnesota, no, nah, nigga, Chubb and, and Hunt, you're going to get that work. If we need Jarvis and, and Odell and, and, and Joe Cool and Hooper, you know, y'all can get open, we need. But the, the workhorses are going to be Chubb and, and Hunt. That's just Stefanski's. That's just how you how he coaches. That's established that run. Wow. That's wild. That's I just don't wild. believe you, you sign two workhorses in the running back situation and not use them the efficient right way. Somebody let go. <laughs> I'm just saying that's a lot of mouths to feed. Yeah. And if it, if it was at a smart gym or a smart organization, you would Nothing got Odell in the first place. Right. Even even if you take them out the mix, that's a lot of miles to feed. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was saying last year, trade Odell for a lineman. That's what they need. You always talk about he running. 
<laughs> Odell have been a body there for yo. Y'all just giving me a hundred catches. What I need Odell for? Juju going to give me a, a a quiet, consistent hundred ninety to hundred catches, no matter what the quarterback is. I'm sorry. <laughs> that whole I, I don't know about that that trade Odell. I trade I trade you for alignment with the swiftness. Oh no, you got it now, so you keep. Uh, uh, well, I'm talking about like, in the first place. Even, right, yeah, so even the Giants, like, what? You want to, come on, bro, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't crazy, man. I did to come up off of Odell contract. I mean, didn't want to be there. Nah, that wouldn't have been me. If I'm a GM, I'd have made that work. You want to come up off that contract? Trash, Odell. We know that. We take you in the quarterback situation. We ain't sending you to Boston. Trash. We sending your ass yeah. to Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> I said, we ain't, ain't like I'm sending him to Boston. I'm sending him to Cleveland. He got some games to get right. That man right. He got some games to go ahead and get back in the NBA shape. And yeah. We got, what, 10? I don't know how many games is it. Eight. It's eight games? Eight. Okay. So you got eight games before, before the playoffs. Lakers have the third, the third toughest schedule for the restart. And they, NBA play no games. Say, look, we all been out since March. Fans been hurting since March. We kicking it, kicking it off right. Game one, Lakers Clippers. <laughs> what time that game come on? That's a ten. That one at uh, nine thirty. Nine thirty. Because the first thing, the first game at six is Jazz and uh, Pelicans. Yeah, they get the Pelicans the easy schedule. They trying to get uh, Zion up in the playoffs. They trying. <laughs> They trying, they damages to get Brian in the playoffs. They trying. I hope Zion make it, but I, I really need John Morant to make it because John Morant is the best rookie that nobody's talking about unless you really know. And I turned on John Morant last last uh, year during March Madness, or it's it even during March Madness or right before. And I'm like, yo, who the hell is this kid? Now, the last two. Much madness. <laughs> like, yo, good God almighty. That man is tough. Like, his athleticism reminds me of uh, of Westbrook. That's crazy. His athleticism and his toughness remind me of, of Westbrook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Call him Bunny for a reason. Don't be on shoot like that. No, you don't shoot like him. I said his athleticism. I didn't say his game. <laughs> so, John, you ain't sit down and watch him on the NBA level yet? Or even in college? Who? Y'all correct? Morant. Oh, no, yeah. I watched him in college and a little bit of, in the NBA. Yeah. Well, Let me we... yeah. All right, before I, well, you think JL going to make, make, make waves for the Lakers? Is it a good move or a bad move? It's, it's a move at this point. <laughs> it's a move at this point. We ain't got Avery Bradley. So we needed another three and D player, and that's that's J.R. Smith. I think I think it's a great move. I think it's a great move. I think actually offensively, 
you upgrade with with him over uh, Avery Bradley. Mm. Defensively, I think Jr.'s defense is, is underrated, but it, it wasn't to the level of Avery Bradley's. Right. I'll say that. Right. Because to me, at, at that guard position, Avery Bradley and, and Pat Bev are like neck and neck yeah. as far as being that, that feisty pest that you just hate to have defending you. Them and Drew Holiday. I put three all in that mix. Mm. As far as like tough defenders, yeah. that's the main reason why I want to see the Pelicans make because of Drew Holiday. But um, I think the, it's a great move for the Lakers. He's familiar with. He fits. He's a vet. He know how to get open. He know how to create his own shot. That's something that um, a lot of pundits said was a problem for the Lakers. Nobody can create for others when LeBron is off the court mm. or. Or with LeBron, or or with when Rondo's on the court, he can create, but he's not that much of a threat. Right, not a shooter. They are. He can bring the ball up. He can create, and then it's like you can't leave him open. Because when Jr. gets hot, it's like Clay Thompson type yeah, of fire. It's like it's over. He hot. It's it's done. So I think I think it's a great move. It's gonna be fun to see how how it goes down. I'm excited to see how the uh, Waiters fits with them. Lakers got the young waiters. Because waiters ain't even play. You sign waiters and then Corona hit. Hold on, the Lakers got waiters? <clears throat> they had waiters before the uh, Corona. Same on you, Al. You should know that. They got, they got waiters before Corona. And they was work. Actually, they worked them, them two out together and they picked waiters. And then Corona happened and waiters ain't never get to play. Okay. So now you got. See, so he ain't even get to play. You know, right. back then niggas were still trying to get back to watching the Lakers at the cold. That is true. <laughs> that is true. That's crazy. Though. Seeing but, that damn KB on the court was like, all right, yo, all right, I get it, all right, yo. <laughs> crazy man. I mean, show this. Which player? Are y'all most excited to see play again now that the NBA starting back up in less than a month? A little over a month, I'm sorry. I'm going to continue with my, my same guys that I, I've always liked. I'm going to say Booker, and I'm going to say Jason Tatum, even though he assaulted. I think those two guys, those young guys, they walk in buckets. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I don't say players because I haven't been invested like that. But teams wise, I'll say Portland, Nuggets, and Milwaukee. You ain't slick with the Portland. Just say it. What you mean? You told me he don't want to say players. Just say Melo. You say Melo? No, no, no. You know, if this is the if this is the time for you to rally to get it to that eighth spot. For for Dame and then try to make it get a championship run. No matter if we got an action going on or not, I'm gonna celebrate. Yeah, keep that. They they gonna keep that eight spot. I'm gonna say they can get the eight. We we number one. They can get the eight. Don't you see them first round? Hey man, Corona's a hell of a drug, man. Anything can happen. You might sit the one, two, three. You don't know what happened. Right. Want the wrong white chick might pop up. Fuck up a whole crew. Mm. Send them to the Clippers. <laughs> uh, 
say for me, I'll say I'm gonna give you three names. That might be mad at the first one. Actually, no, he can't be mad because he said Jason Tatum. Who he said Jason Tatum, and Jason Tatum is a Blue Devil and a Celtic. Hate them like yo. Hate them like yo. But Tatum is a bucket, yo. (laughs) But no, for me, it would be Paul George. I'm excited to see Paul George play. I'm not gonna say James Harden because y'all already know how that goes. Right. Um. I'm not gonna say Westbrook. I know I'm the biggest Westbrook fan inside. I talk probably. Um. I'll say Paul George. I'll go with um, Drew Holiday. And I'll give you a wild card that you probably wouldn't even expect. De'Aaron Fox. Hmm. I should say the, the Kings. Must I haven't been paying attention to the Kings like that. Ooh, De'Aaron Fox, man. Fox is tough and Buddy Buckets is tough. And then and Bagley, oh man, yeah, Bagley's coming on. I like DeAndre Ayton. Whoa, over there in Phoenix. I have no idea what's going on with Phoenix. How can they get? They just young. That's all it is. Phoenix ain't slick. They want to shut that shit down. Move that team. Take it somewhere over east. <laughs> <laughs> you in Ballet, bro? <laughs> they better not move out another damn thing downtown. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's and congested as this city is. I'm trying to get out of out of downtown from work. Oh man, but no, like I'm excited to see that. I'm even I'm even excited to see Bradley Bill. Like I'm hyped to see Bradley Bill play. Crazy thing, I wasn't really watching the Wizards. Period, because John Wall was out. Like, yeah. The glimpses I caught, like late before the, the Corona hit. I'm like, man, Bradley Bill's on another level right now. On like, he on that level where, like, Clay is Clay and um, well, Clay and Harden are considered the two best shooting guards because of the teams that they're on, and then Harden, you know, the MVPs and all that. But just bucket for bucket, skill for skill. Bradley Bill making tough in that mix. Hmm. Huh. Like, woo! I gotta watch. He he's he's tough. I'm super hearing good tough. things from Bill. Or about he's Bill. Super tough. And the crazy thing at Florida, I wasn't even like a big fan. I'm like, oh, that's that's like a that's I'm thinking that's Ray Allen, Seattle years, hmm. like late <laughs> Seattle years. Why does he shoot him? Right. He had a ball. He didn't shoot him. But then I was like, nah, nah. That might be Ray Allen, the UConn years. <laughs> <laughs> that man, tough. Yeah. yeah, I haven't watched much of Bradley Bill since Wall been out. But like I said, he was, he was an all star this year, right? Or was that last year? Yeah. Yeah. I think the last two years he made it, right? Okay. Yeah, I knew it was an all star one of the years. He got snubbed this year. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should have been three straight. Right. He, he had two times. He should have been three times all-star. Okay. Right. Yeah, I was hearing good things about Bill. Um, 
But I don't know how good defensively he is. That's a, that's a thing now. <laughs> it's not a thing, Al. It ain't a thing. Because because if, if defense... All right. Defense in basketball is only um, respected by the fans if they're talking about Kawhi Leonard, Patrick Beverly... Paul George or going against James Harden. That's it. <laughs> because if you really want to talk about defense or being the two-way players, your top list will change. The top players on the list definitely will change. Because a lot of them ain't two-way guys. Right. So, I'm like, eh. I think both the people I named earlier aren't two-way guys. Definitely Booker's not. Right. <laughs> people pick and choose with that, with that, with that defense talk. Yeah, I just don't know how good. I don't know what level Brad Bill's game is. And the reason I say that is because Clay is a two-way player. That's why I would say if you give me the option between Harden and Clay Thompson, that's where Clay Thompson would come in is he's a two-way player. That sounds good. But, but Clay Thompson needs somebody to set up. James Harden don't need nobody on that court to get his shot. <laughs> you know what's wild about that? I'll, I'll say you take Clay Thompson, Devin Booker, James Harden, Bradley Beal, um, CJ McCullum, DeMar DeRozan, that mix. Clay Thompson might be second to last that I will pick to lead my team. That's fair. Because I don't see him creating for others. Right. And making others to build my team around. You get, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's definitely fair. To me, to me he's limited. In, in an offensive-driven system, like, all right, I, if I need you to create for somebody else, he can't do it. He's selfless enough to do it, but I don't think his skill warrants him to do it. That's what I'm saying. Like, the skill set, it ain't, it ain't there. Whereas with Bill, I'm like, if I need Bill just to take over and break somebody down and get a bucket, he can do that. If I need McCullum to do that, McCullum could do that. James, we already know he got fifty plus wins in triple doubles. You know what I mean? So it's like, like I don't know. James on a hot night is a walking fifty. I normally get people walking thirty. James on a hot night is walking fifty. <laughs> Easy. Hey Joe, let me let me ask you this question: Could you run? 900 yards and six legs. Minus in, in six, you know, six sets. Six reps. I'm sorry, can you run 900 yards? No. You mean a conditioning test? A conditioning test? Yeah, I do. Each player must run a total of 900 yards and six legs. How, how do you do that? Like, all right, each set consists of 25 yards out and back three times. They must finish it.
there are two members in this conference. And thought about that. Ooh. According to Harbaugh, it's been it's been in the Ravens. Um, it's been with our organization since day one, before he even got here. Former former corner and speedster, I'll say, Fabian Washington said, literally the hardest crap I've done ever. Somebody <laughs> <laughs> said it's some BS. <laughs> like, like, yo, that's crazy. You making people run gassers, long gassers. Cause it, and then instead of doing like 50 yards, 100 yards, like other teams do it, the Ravens break it up by running 25 yards and back. Like, ooh. It says, if you slack, you can't slack off of any of the turns. If you don't put your foot in the ground and make the cut, you lose time, and you, typically you're going to fail the test. That's insane. How much time do you have in between those sets? To rest? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yo. Oh, no. Yo, right. salute to Vera for passing that conditioning test off that weak leg, bro. Ooh. Yeah, that's impressive. That. He do that in 32 seconds? Under 32 seconds? Wow. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Good night. What is under 32 seconds? 325 sprints? Yeah. Technically, te- yeah. 25, all right. Down and back three times. Down three and back. back. So 50 yards three times. So basically, no, I'm sorry. Basically, it's 150 yards you running in under 32 seconds. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Running a field and a half in 32 <laughs> seconds. Nah. You know, Randall, Randall uh, Brown, you know, just. Shit, <sighs> man. That's what I'm saying. You got to do it six times. The you got one for football. Yards. You six see why I kept feeling that shit? You gotta want to play football to do that. <laughs> and then you see why it'd be like the media make a big deal. Uh oh, son got a shake. He failed a conditioning test. What's going, on? bro? I be alright. And then the next day you pass it. Right. Seeing that, like you would, you would think more people fail that test. Right. <laughs> Yo, a lot of people would have failed that test. It's just that son's name was was a big name. Yeah. Plus, if you go over, uh, you go over that standard by a second, like, oh man. Yo, if I fail that joint by a second, yo, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> man, wait, I'm damn near back. I'm twenty four and a half yards away. I failed. Hey, yo, I can see, I can see me now. Like, I'm just landing. All right, you, you failed it. Do I really want to play? <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Like, if I slap this coach right now, yo, like, you shouldn't say nothing to me. Like, I want to, like, <laughs> like, yo, all that it's running. You failed it. You're you the Ravens organization, and you dread the conditioning test more than you do two of these. Right. 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 Because you got love football. Man, shout out to Harbaugh for not changing it. Uh, shout out to him 300 pounders. 
<laughs> Shout out to all them 300 pounders in our history that had to pass that shit. Exactly. How the hell did Goose pass that? Goose, Sam Adams, Kelly Gray. Right. That test been there. That's crazy. Mm, mm, mm. John, we we got the versus uh, celebration tonight. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Mm. <laughs> Two of my favorite rappers. Yes, we do. Yeah. They play W for my favorite. <laughs> <Bad>. <laughs> talking about earlier Fab got so many songs for like women like his lead singles were like songs for women Favorite Fab single is Breathe. That's not mine. I mean, that it go, but you had the like the, the song for the females. Uh, what was that? The one with Tamir, the remake. Yeah. Into you. Yeah, we mm-hmm. that. Into you. Um, 
I think both of them are like rappers that you actually have to like listen to and understand like yeah the the lyrical ability of both of those artists. Yes. Um, I'm not a huge punchline rapper fan. I just think punchlines are like the training wheels of hip hop to okay. me because it, it gives you a certain it gives you a setup to me. Instead of being able to, to deliver like this line, this line, punchlines kind of give you a setup. So to me, it's training wheels. So, but as far as punchline rappers, when you talk about Fab and uh, Cassidy, Lloyd Banks, Saha, Fab is the best punchline rapper to me. And it's not even a question. I feel like Jada's just spit straight, real gutter. It's like Beanie Siegel. Like, it ain't, it ain't a whole bunch... It's, it's some slick lyrics, but it ain't a whole bunch of playing around. I'm giving you this line. Yo, just looking at this, like, some of his CD work. Oh, this is gonna be a crazy night. Just throw it in the bag. That right there. You had to make me better. Oh, that was so fire. See, the verses on that was just fire. You got the um, the short the joint with uh, Gary Hilson. That was rocking. Come on, come on, come on, man. Come on, man. You get me, you get me hype already. Yeah. <laughs> yo. And the crazy thing with Fab, yo, it's like I'm the opposite. Like Al, like I can, I can, I like punchline rappers, but uh, I'm like Al. I like, I like punchline rappers a lot. But I do appreciate the guys who set up a story. Who like for like how um I like Nas rapped about a gun. The whole song was about a gun. Mm-hmm. I gave you power. Like that was insane. I love I love that. To me that's 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 the art that makes me the biggest fan. Mm-hmm. That type of rap. But I got a story about that. that. Well go ahead. Huh? I got a story about that, but go ahead. <laughs> Alright. But with Fab, it's like I like I like his I like his um his albums, but it's something about like when Funeral Fab come out or the Soul tapes Ooh. and he just jumping and going. It's like man, Fab wow. has a couple stories too though. Yeah, finally they they kind of fall in between, but he, he's with a couple stories too. Yeah, yeah. Soul tapes but got me through a lot. Yeah, them soul taste was fired. That, to me, the soul taste was him basically straight spitting and leaving more. He had less punchlines and more straight. I'm giving you yeah. these lines quick. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes shootouts. Yeah. That that I gave you power to go back to that real quick with Nas, yo. The thing that made Nas the Ellis lyricist to me is when people battle Nas. There are certain things that get, like, it gets so grimy and disrespectful, but so much stuff of his get left alone. Like, Nas battled Tupac, basically, right? 
And on the album where he's dissing Tupac, Fake Thug, No Love, You Get the Slug, CB4, God, that, that's on that album, he has I Gave You Power. That song is so ill that Tupac had to steal that concept and put that on his next album. Just think about that. And when he battled Jay-Z, my favorite rapper, when he battled Jay-Z, everything got disrespected. His mom, his, not his mom, his, um, his baby mother, his catalog, his career. The only thing that was left off, that was off limits for Jay to talk about was um, Elmatic. <laughs> That's the only thing Jay-Z could not talk about. <laughs> I'm gonna disrespect the shit out of you, but that Elmatic, that's classic. I can't talk about that. He actually just said, look, man, that was so ahead, I was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> that one was all dead, man. Like, wait, wait, what's going on? And that's the thing, that's how Nas is like goat level, yo. You, when you disrespect Nas, Shit just get left. You can't talk about it. Just so it's so hot. Like you just can't talk about it. It's crazy, yo. Your greatness just can't compare to it. Nas and Jay are two different vibes for me. I can't put anybody up there with Nas. Lyrically, they don't they don't compare. Black Thought don't have enough. Look, 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 that's funny. That is funny because I thought about Black Thought. I'm like, it's not enough though. <laughs> that's funny, Al. That's that's dope, man. You like, I thought about Black Thought. I thought about Common. I said it's not enough. Common definitely have enough, but it's. it's I don't think Common is. is Common is one of the greatest writers, but I don't think he has enough lyrics to match with Nas. Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but his catalog is, is deep, goes deeper than many people think. Common been rapping since '92. Right. But I don't think Nas has anybody. They tried to say LL Cool J and Nas because they both from Queens, but you can say all that go LL Cool J if you want to. You went up against the real go to Queens and it ain't gonna, ain't gonna end the way you want. I don't know, John. That's tough. That's a tough. It's like you stay on, stand on the zone, but like you like to see him vibe with somebody to pay homage. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It got it gotta be a nice little flow. Like I like can't do it. Like they they strategically putting people together where it flows beautifully. Like Rock him? the last one with. With with John Legend and Alicia Keys, that was so fire. I missed like, it. That that whole vibe was just fire from start to finish. I missed most of it. I was at a Juneteenth celebration. And by the way, that uh that John Legend album, he did it again. I'm sorry, John Legend is one of the artists where he ain't putting no bad albums, y'all. Man, that mm. big old album is insane. Never been a fan. What? It's something. There's something about his voice, him, Fantasia, and the rest of them. Jennifer Hudson. When I hear that voice, I'm like, hey, click. It's, it's not, it's not like I disrespect their, their music. They got some good fire shit, 
But there's something about their voice. I'd be like, yeah, I'm over it. Click. I'm, that's just me. Okay. I break it down like this. To me, when um, John Legend first came out, it every single thing he sung sounded like a slave spiritual. Like he really <laughs> sounded like an old Negro <laughs> singing spiritual songs to me. I had to grow him. His style had to, to mature a little bit to to get me. <laughs> I don't know. Is that for Anthony Hamilton? Anthony Hamilton, my God. I can't rock. I, I listen to Anthony Anthony. Yeah. I listen to everything Anthony Hamilton. That's my guy. I can tolerate Anthony Hamilton more than I can tolerate the other one. Fantasia's flow is mean, though. The way Fantasia sings, her flow is just mean. <laughs> I think it's a big voice. Does everybody name got, got big voices at times? Fantasia can be yelling a lot of the times. That kind of used to get on my nerves, but... It's more of a Shaka Khan, Prince type of deal. Her voices don't have the smoothness that Prince would have. Right. And Jay Hood, that's the only one I agree with John on. I can't rock with Jay Hood. Yeah, we all agree that. Everything I, she I, do I, is a power ballad. Every single song I, she do is a power ballad. Yeah, I watch her um, in a movie, but singing, I'm over it. Like, right. She got one lane. She got one lane. It's only power ballad. Ain't nobody else on the That's anyway. Yeah, they got to hit them. Her, y'all, did y'all see the uh, the trailer for Respect? It was a little teaser trailer during the BET Awards last night. I saw it on Twitter. All well, right. I, I, I didn't watch the trailer. I saw the picture for the trailer on Twitter. All right. Now, I don't know if y'all are familiar with the young lady, Yana Crawley, who... I think she was Sunday's best or runner up a few years back. Mm-hmm. I remember the name from Yana Crawley. Huh? I remember the name from Sunday's best. All right. To me, she looks more like Aretha. Like she has the face structure, the complexion, and everything. And she sings more like Aretha than me. Like she has mm-hmm. a big voice, but I think she, she sounds more like Aretha than Jennifer Usher. I know Jennifer got Aretha's blessing to do. The biopic. Mm-hmm. That was Aretha's choice. And I'm sure it's going to be great, but I'm like, just looking at, like, visually, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. something about seeing Jamie Foxx's Ray, and it's like, damn, he really looked like him. Mm-hmm. Something about that draws the draws you in more. Like, when you look at Jennifer Hudson, like, you look nothing like Aretha. But and it kind of keep that wall up for me. It might just, it might just be me. You can sink into a character, though. Like, Angela Bassett and Tina Turner don't favor but Angela Bassett sunk into Tina Turner. Right. <laughs> right. You're absolutely correct. So if J-Hood can sink into... If you go a versus battle and go Tina Turner movie and 911, that's a battle. You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Angela versus Angela. No <laughs> fuck. Yo, I don't watch 911 as much as I should. Bias, Every time I watch it, I like the episode. I just don't watch it enough to like this is my show. Right, I understand. Needles, pins and needles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I ain't missing it. Or well, if I miss it on Monday, I'm watching it on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, I need to set it on my DVR when it comes back. Yeah. Dang, Joe, you got me. 
Damn, that's on Monday? Hold on. Stuck with that. Who I picked Nas with? Think about it. Or like, like I couldn't pick nobody for Pickers But like, do he have 20? For who? Music Soul Child. No, no, listen. Do he got 20? Hey, nobody want to see music. <laughs> hey, what? Music definitely got 20. But. What? The first two albums just go. First three, man, please. That what? first album to me was just, oh my gosh. I just wanted to hear Yes. I had a problem pairing him with somebody. Huh? I had a problem pairing him like versus, versus somebody. It would have to be Anthony Hamilton. I was thinking, I was, I was thinking Anthony Hamilton, but. I don't see it. I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of topic, style of, style of music. Like they make true. Love music. They make true R and B music of what the essence of it was, like what we, like so, what they were raised on. You know what I mean? It's so. Yeah. What is that music? Teach me, I think. Teach me album. Where's the album? Yeah, teach me. He got don't change. That's love on the. That's the, is it called love on the radio? Is that the name of the album? Love on the radio. Oh, was one of my favorite. It was one of them songs that music had that put music put out. And it's like, I heard it once, like on a random Pandora or something. And I had to go back and listen to the album. I'm like, yo, why did I sleep with this album so tough? Was it Buddy? The Buddy? That's no, the that was my joint. The, the one that had Buddy, that was my joint. So I don't think it was Teach Me. I think it was So Beautiful. Okay. I think it was So Beautiful. Oh. Yeah, Yes, Lord. I think that album I slept on. I think that was the album I slept on. I was like, yo, yeah. why? Why did I sleep with that? That makes sense. That makes sense. That's <laughs> right. It would have to be AM. Is there so many musical, there's so many artists that come out. I'm like, I can't listen to everything that I, I like listening to. <laughs> and I'll forget. I'll listen to something once and then I'll forget to go back to it. To really enjoy no. it. That's a vibe. <laughs> What's a new verses that you would like to see? So me, <laughs> this is me being selfish, and I don't think anybody else. You know some R&B, young. This is me. This is me being selfish. I know nobody else would ever care or want to hear this. But give me her versus Ari Lennox. I keep them two in rotation. All the time. I, I never heard Ari Lennox. Um, I can't say nothing from her. Not, I, not a single. That Shea Butter Baby album is tough. I keep listening to that on repeat all the time. <laughs> I think so. maybe her and I'm trying to because with, with Ari Lennox, she ain't got that much material to even do that. She got two albums, and her got about what? two out, two or three albums. Yeah, it's her got four. Her got four. She got the two mixtapes. She got four. Mix- okay. Yeah. Mixtape and album. <laughs> yeah. See, but, 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 all right. So in that sense, it would be better to put her against like Janae Aiko, because Janae Aiko hit the mixtape scene and jumped on. You know what I mean? I could never get in to Janae. But either, either, neither one, I don't really listen to a ton. I listen to her more than the other two you mentioned. But, like, I, I don't know what it is. 
Or selfishly, you compare her with um, Nah, she don't got enough albums either Snow Allegra Allegra Snow is She got two albums, but damn That's, she tough She always in my rotation when I'm thinking of R.B. as well it's like Ari, her, and Snow. I listen to a lot from R and B. I listen to more of the legends in R and B than anybody new. Like I make, like, like I mentioned the John Legend album that came out. I don't think I listened to Alicia's album yet, but I'm a, I'm a big Alicia Keys fan. I think so, Alicia just got a um, she's got a single right now. I don't think her album came out. I thought I thought it came out the one with um. What's the joint called? Uh, Underdog. I thought I saw a single. I was on Spotify. And I saw the single with um right. when John Legend released his last album. All right. You talking about the Perfect Day to Die, something like that? Yeah, Perfect Way to Die. That's single. Yeah, yeah Underdog is a single. She don't have an album for that yet. All right. All right. The latest release is Perfect Way to Die. All right. Hey, why she put up with Underdog? Underdog is a hard, that's a fire song. Yeah, they got she got two singles. She got Underdog and she got the Perfect Way to Die. <laughs> All right. Hey, John, you got me stuck with the, the R&B. You got me stuck, period. Well, how about though? You an R&B, like, like, you a music connoisseur. I would at least thought she would at least go at least once but or twice. to me, it, just... All right, so this will happen. This will happen. Not too long ago, I went like all right. Let me just listen. I went to title. Like all right, let me check out some some of the younger R and B guys or, or artists out there and see what clicks. And what threw me off was the fact that the R and B and the hip hop blended so much that it, I didn't know what was R and B. And then it's like like everything was. I know sex sells. But it wasn't nothing crafty about it. You ain't listening, sir. I like sir. I caught a couple. I caught like uh, like a couple songs. Here. Maybe one song. Like, right, that's, I can you, give you can out all the way through. Yeah, I gotta check Gil out. You know, hmm. like I ain't gonna lie, I cheated because only the young person I was listening to was like Janae and her. But then, like when when Roland when he be posting on Facebook about a new up and coming R and B artist yeah. or like. I'll be like, all right, click this, click this. See, for me, it's like, all right, I'll, I'll bump, um, as far as a young artist, the youngest I would say is LMA. I thought LMA album was so fire. Mm-hmm. I, like, LMA dope. But, you know, she started, like, I want to, can't even call LMA old, but you know what I mean? What about, um, I'll compare her and Nicole Bus. She ain't got enough catalog to do a versus. What cool. about uh, George Smith? George Smith. He, he ain't known enough. Huh? He's. Not, I don't think he's known enough. No, that's chick. George. Uh, that's his name. George. Oh, I know you're talking about. Okay, yeah. I got you. Her. I don't know. Yeah, Summer Walker. She got some. She got some hits. That's not on the radio. Yeah. Um, I heard the one joint with that's the girl with the uh, the nice and slow mix. It's your usher on the song. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. All right, yo, did Thanks. you see? 
Did y'all see the opening for the BET Awards? I didn't watch the BET Awards. Yes, I did. Right after the show, I'm like, all right, let me go. I actually wanted to see the BET Awards because of everything that's going on. And I must say, I ain't finished it, but I watched about maybe like a, maybe about a, two hours of it. Mm-hmm. The performances were fire. I saw Wayne performance. I did I see, see that, that one. one the uh, Kobe tribute. I saw that one. Yeah. And I saw the... um. Well, I've reposted the the fight to power twenty twenty. Yeah, that was opening. That's what I'm talking about. That was opening. Okay. Yeah, Rhapsody. Rhapsody, Black Thought. Like, yo, I lost my mind. I saw Nas and Black Thought on a on a song. Play, (laughs) play, and it's fight to power. Play. (laughs) When it kicked off, when fight to power was so hype, and then Chuck was going, and it went from Chuck to Nas. I was like, ah. And then he can start, and then rap. I was done. Right. I'm like, yo, you got them three on, and I still I and rock I with YG. Out, and I'm listening, and like I'm such a Rhapsody fan. It's like I'm listening to the verse. I'm like, that's why she's the hardest in the game right now. I'm like, yo, it's not even close. A- <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Rhapsody, I gotta, I gotta pull out a legend and fuck with Rhapsody, yo. I can't. <laughs> I put Rhapsody against like Kendrick and J. Cole. Right. Like, Ain't no female in her lane at all. Like, 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 yeah. Like, oh my goodness. Her first three albums? Four? Right. Three? But she got Game Joint. The Layla's Wisdom. Five. The Eve. Bruh. <laughs> Ain't nobody fucking with that catalog. Fire. Like, oh like, I got my it. Gosh. I gotta bring out Kim or something for this goddamn catalog. Yo, ain't nobody fucking with it. <laughs> I'm disrespectful. I'm, I'm, this might be a little disrespectful. To me, Rhapsody, literally, lyrically, is who people make Lauryn Hill to be. To me, Lauryn Hill is good, but she's not that good. She is. Not that good. She is. She's just not that consistent. She ain't that good. She's that good. She's not that consistent. <laughs> But hip hop, I would have hip hop recent. I would have to put Dave East against somebody. Dave East and probably one of them uh, Griselda type dudes. As far as a versus, as a versus, to who? Griselda and versus Dave East. Um, uh, I can't get with it. That's like the only new art. That's like the only new rap I'm really bumping with. Like as far as like music, or those About who? Black. That's a rapper. That's the one with the six in the name. Yeah. That's how you said. Oh, I feel old. <laughs> in one of the songs, he said name Black, but some white people call me Six Lack. But really... <laughs> I was calling that nigga Slack for the longest time. <laughs> I wasn't saying nothing. I thought it was, I don't know with slack. I ain't I ain't get black out of that. I was like, oh. Okay, I looked at it like like Taff Cap. I ain't even want to say it. Like, <laughs> that's Prince. But that joint he got with um, the joint he got with J Cole. I'm addicted. Um, if you throw a couple of his mixtapes and albums, he got like that laid back flow. Is that rap or is that R and B? I mean, I guess that's rap. Yeah, 
he 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 uh he uh, um he he categorized him size as like a R&B that can flow. So it was like trap soul, like Bryson Tiller, but he like better than Bryson. More, <laughs> but, but he he, he rap a little more than Bryson Tiller. I'm gonna go one more. What about Legend? Who would you have uh, to go against Luther? Marvin. <laughs> Look at her. I don't think it's a disrespect. Like it's not a disrespect to Marvin if you lose to Luther, it's not a disrespect to Luther if you lose to Marvin. Like no, but we win. Because when, when I think Luther, I'm thinking the voice. Like he got hits, but he also got hits that he like the other people's songs. <laughs> like he took other people's songs and just went nuts with it. He took Marvin Gaye's song and made it his own. If the world right. were mine, that's not that's not his. Right. That's Marvin and Terrell. Right, <laughs> right. Would beat the Gap Band. Ozzy Brothers would beat the Gap Band, but them head to head, Uncle Charlie got that. Charlie body and a lot of people head to head. Uncle Charlie got that. I need. Mean, like, but I think I don't know. I don't think the Gap Band got enough in their catalog to mess with Ozzy. No, not not too much. Now, if you do like who can still sing, Charlie got him. Yeah, Charlie got it. No disrespect to Ron. It's just Charlie's yeah, just different. Got it. Right. So the uh, NBA. But y'all think on the last versus Prince versus Mike Prince one? But go ahead, NBA. Do what? Stop it, now. Just stop it. There's no way. I'm just saying, Prince winning. How? There's you no mean way. how? The man who made Sign of the Time and, and Purple Rain in 1984, I mean 1999, and no way. Controversy, no and way. Dirty Minds, and Batman, like, yes, that, that nigga, yeah. no the one who, who record label had to sue him to stop him from releasing music, that guy. <laughs> If we talk in hits, everybody knows Michael Jackson. My nine-year-old niece knows Michael Jackson hits. That's what I'm saying. Like everybody, it's just, you're you're born on Michael Jackson. That's not fair. Versus, but versus, songs, <laughs> songs. But versus the fans are looking for like what song went the hardest, like the the hits. Like nah, ain't nobody. Yes, what? Hits. I'll, I'll bow out. When it comes to hits, I'll bow out because every like I said, everybody knows Mike. Only person. You gotta do some work. You gotta do some yeah, work to be. Only person I think that would beat Mike. Only person I think that would beat either beat Mike in hits or rival Mike in hits. No bias aside, would be either Stevie Wonder 
Well, y'all might be mad. Beyonce. Ain't no way. <laughs> Ain't no way. <laughs> Take us out, man. No, I'm just being Ain't no way. <laughs> what the? I, I was joking about Beyonce. Ain't no way. I don't know how many Stevie's songs serious. counts as I'm, hits. I'm dead serious, though. The only person I think they can battle Drake in a versus would be Beyonce. That's disrespectful to Drake. How? Yo, you a pop? Is a female? Because it's pop. <laughs> Drake is pop. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's disrespectful. You're supposed to be a hip-hop artist and I got to bail to you with Beyonce or Taylor yeah. Swift. But he, but he got a hip-hop artist in the category. He's right. not one category. Right. He's just a... Be, right. Beyonce is the R&B artist, but she got hits that span different genres. Right. Hmm? Like, you can put on... Like, the B-Day album from start to finish is nothing but singles, damn it. Like, it's insane. Like, wow. She lost me with Kitty Cat, but all right. Nothing lost me, but ain't no, ain't no, ain't no sing along with Beyonce. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Right. <laughs> Niggas can't sing along with Beyonce. That's that's what she lost me. Beyonce don't have sing alongs for niggas like me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you see the NBA uh, supporting the Black Lives Matter. They will have that painted on the court. It says near the center court and inside both sidelines. That's love. That's major. That's that's major. And then if it's and then if the uh if they go as far as to letting them put, you know, different like sayings on the back of their jerseys as well, that'd be cool. Yeah, that's like that's major. Was that, was that like a month or so? Well, a few games a couple years back, like they put like the nicknames on the jerseys. Yeah, like yeah, a few years back. We had like King James, James and... like Shuttlesworth. That was kind of dope. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's interesting. And for, from the league that that banned Chris Jackson, better known as Mahmoud Abdul Raouf, in the league that blackballed Craig Hodges. We've come a long way in 20 years. And I, I can shout that out and be proud of that. Thank you. I mean, Craig Hodges is a three-point specialist in the, in the league where people wasn't shooting the three like that. You had too many people on the court shooting threes. <laughs> right. My man, my man had to enter the, the three-point contest one year as a free agent. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Like, that's insane. How you a back-to-back champion? It's like, oh, no, we can't get him a job. Like, what? You can't get him a job? You don't need shooters? Yeah. I'm saying these words are everybody that's coming in the league shooting. <laughs> right. So just... It's a true black ball move there. Yeah. So to go from the league that blackballed him to, you know, Black Lives Matter on the court, they, they get it, and... In 20 years, you expect to see change, and that's what they're doing. And in right. 80 years, like NASCAR. Right. 
for 150 years. How long that car been around? Uh, hold on, something, something caught my attention in the group. I forgot it. What it was? Patriots, huh? Patriot, 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 Patriots. Jesus. <laughs> Want to talk Detroit real quick while you looking for that? Yes, thank you. That's what it was. Okay. Go ahead, Al. Do what? Okay. I forgot. That's fast. So the 2003, 2004 Detroit Pistons won the um. The Larry O'Brien. And, uh, yeah, thank you. I couldn't get it out. It was rough. <laughs> they beat my Lakers in, in five games back in 2004. But with that team, how would that team win in this era, basically? They went to back-to-back, they went to back-to-back championships. They beat the Lakers at five, and then they lost to the Spurs in five, I believe. Six, maybe. Seven. Seven? Okay. Yeah, seven games. Beat Lakers in five, they lost to the Spurs in seven. Okay. And then, then after that, they lost to the uh, Heat and um, the Eastern Conference Finals. And then that's when it was over sure. after that. Yeah. Actually, no. They lost to the Heat and, and then. And then they lost to Cleveland. To Cleveland, all <laughs> seven. And then, that, then it was over. No. No? Yeah, it was over after that. Then, then, hold up, then he lost to Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals in 07 08. Really? And then it was over. <laughs> yeah, nice little run out. Right. Damn. Four, four. That wasn't the same group. Right. I remember they, they, Ben Wallace wasn't on the team that LeBron came back on. Nah, nah, it wasn't the same crew, but they had a nice little run. Was it Larry Bryant? Larry Brown still? No, no, they move on to flip. Okay. Right, right, all right. I think the first, the the championship year, and then the year after that, it was Larry Brown, and then the next two years, next, yes, yeah, next three years was flip. Okay. So. Damn, that's me. Yo, they had a run. I didn't realize that. The only bad boys had that. So that answers your question. Yo, hold up. Not really. Basically, hold up, hold up. 2002-2003, they went to the Eastern Conference Finals. They got swept by, by the Nets. By the Nets, right. Okay. But from 2003 to, what was it, 09? They was in at least the Eastern Conference Finals. That's a run. I'm sorry, it's a uh, uh, 08. 08. That's a run. But it was the East. (laughs) Yeah. It's a hell of a run, though. All right, but you said, can this, that that championship team. Yeah, how would that fare in today's era? All right, that roster. All in their prime, right? All in their, well... In that year, so I mean I don't know if you want to say that was that was oh, she's that prime. Yeah, all right, all right, I, I got you. 
I got you. Keith, we got Chucky. All right. Phillips, Rip, Tayshawn, Ben Wallace, Chief, Key Wallace, Chucky Atkins is on the bench. Mike James was young on the bench. How many wins can this team get in this era? I think it can still be a 50 win team. I don't think they'll win any rings, but I think they can still win a lot of games. And I say that because um, the stars, the stars run the league. And Rasheed Wallace was a three-level scorer in that era. So, and that and that was just like every now and then he'll step out and shoot three. Right. But he had the ability to be a three-level scorer and he could handle the ball. So he could, you know, he was... As a true big. Um, Tayshawn, we know what he does on both ends of the floor. Rip Hamilton is one of the greatest shooters, period. Like, mm-hmm. he ran the mid range, but he could step back and shoot the three as well. Chauncey, Chauncey would have a, a bit of a problem with today's guards because foot speed. But his intelligence and his scoring ability kind of would balance it out. So I, I could see it. If it's him getting about 50 wins, but they wouldn't get out of, like, the second round of the playoffs. Because hmm. I see Larry Larry Brown was one of the top coaches that he, maybe third year. You're talking all-time great coaches. I think he's one of those type of guys that just don't get the, re, the respect. They don't have enough rings. But I think Larry Brown got that team to buy into his system. Everything that he was selling, they were buying, basically. And you got your stretch for your stretch big and she Taysom Prince defense is the reason that they won that ring. Well, one of the reasons that they won that ring because his defense on Kobe was phenomenal. Um, hey, you better, look, you better check the tapes. Kobe was the one that showed up. The rest of them, his defense was good, but the rest of them, they showed up. Kobe was the one every night showing up. Yeah, he was shooting a lot, though. Kobe wasn't active. He wasn't efficient at all during that season, during that series. I give you that. I give you that, but the rest of them, nah, cuz. Brent Wallace did his thing on Shaq, too. I ain't gonna lie. At six, I've never seen somebody 6'9 play 7'1 Shaq that well. It's crazy. But, damn bodybuilder. Yeah. But the whole everybody bought into that system and played the sum of the parts were better than the individual parts. They were TLC basically. <laughs> and I think I think when people people discredit this team because they look at the like the um if you weren't around to watch them, you're gonna just look at the stats as how many points they scored and you see like wins with 88 points, 86 points, and it's like, damn, 
Some teams get 80 points in the half. Yeah. And that's all because, you know, the the style of play has been modified. But the talent that these guys had, if you can't touch them, they can adjust. Like, just how we believe LeBron could play in the 80s and still be LeBron James. Kevin Durant in the 80s is the greatest player ever. <laughs> like, like I'm sorry. Like some some stuff is like, man, you can't take. Like it just it just it's yeah. gonna happen. You gonna get buckets regardless. I think this this type of talent they can adjust to today's game and be just as good. But I don't think they win rings with that roster. Because that roster, I don't think would would be like a Lakers of today or the Clippers roster. You know what I mean? What I don't remember, what I don't remember is, is this team one of those teams that could go up and down the court on like a break, or do they need that half court set to slow everything down? No, they can. They got the horses that could do it. Okay. It's just a matter of you know your style of play. Man, like, so I know she, she thrives in whatever, in whatever. That's what I'm saying. Like. Mm-hmm. I know Rip game was basically I'm running off of screens like like Reggie Miller, like yo, let's just I'm moving off yeah. the screen. He don't stop. And Clay Thompson. <laughs> yeah. They don't stop. <laughs> yeah, they don't stop. So But Rip game was more think, like mid range. Rip was a, a deadly mid range score. Right. <laughs> and you had to chase him around. Right. Yeah. But he he gonna come off that, that screen and, and kill you at the elbow every time. Yeah, I just don't remember them having that many three ball shooters or being able to run up and down the court. So I don't know how that will work in this game, this day and age. And yeah. if you can't stop, if you can't slow down. Yeah, I think it'll be Because you got to think the players, like, Chauncey was one of the best three point shooters at the time. And I think that would translate. Mm-hmm. Mike James was a flat out bucket that don't get mentioned. As an undersized point guard, but he could shoot it. He was at Houston for a minute too, right? Is that the same? Yeah. Guy? Okay. Yeah, yeah. She could shoot it. Tayshawn could shoot it. Actually, Tayshawn was the three and D guy for them. And I remember his defense. Shooting. I don't remember him scoring that much, but okay. Yeah, I think I think it'd be it'd be all right. Oh man, hopefully. We get some more interesting news <laughs> on this week in the wonderful world of sports. Hmm. Salute to everybody that's been safe during this crazy time, man. Mm-hmm. Do I got anything yeah, to say about Bubba? Week. The Bubba situation? Uh-huh. Say it again? So you got anything to say about that Bubba situation? Bubba who? Bubba Wallace. But the news and the... In the garage. We talked about the, the news in the garage last week. Yeah. All right. Because it happened that it was that Monday, matter of fact. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we talked about that. When you talk about how how they uh try to say it was always there, like oh that was that was a, a door pull. We supposed to be stupid. I don't know how you That's pull a news. The whole purpose of a news is for that knot to slide around somebody's neck. <laughs> right. No, that's a dual pull. 
That's how we make them. So that's the only one. Like, <laughs> y'all chose to have regular door pulls on every other bang, but this one, we're going to use the rope. That's one that needs. That needs. Like, ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous, man. That was very unlucky for Bubba to pick that one, yes, I guess. Sir. Uh, no, I ain't, I ain't one for the conspiracy theories. I just, I'm not buying it. <laughs> nah, nah, that don't make sense. That don't make sense at all, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Probably playing school fool, like, like, oh, we naive. <laughs> we, we that stupid, forget naive, we stupid. We believe that. Mm. Yo, I, I'm excited. I think six. I think it's gonna be exactly six. Stanley make it. I don't think he make it. We like Stanley. I don't know if anybody go else gonna say Stanley. I don't know if he make it. Yo, didn't he make it last year? No. Did he? I didn't really watch it last year. I don't think he made it last year. I thought he made it last year. I, he probably didn't. I think Stanley's gonna be one of those guys that get overlooked. They can, make it. Yeah. They gonna be one of those guys that get overlooked. Ain't no way he don't make it this year. There's no way. I'm saying we put at least eight because at the end of the day, you still gotta put Yonder on there for his last year. True. Oh yeah, damn, I forgot. I didn't forget about Yonder, but yeah, Yonder should still count. You gonna fuck around and put Judon on there? I don't think Judon True. make it. If he make it, he make it in the nineties and eighties. He gotta be on that list somehow. Yeah, I think he, I think he go overlook. Not every Pro Bowler we have is gonna get on there. That's what I'm thinking. Not all of them gonna make it, but I don't even think Earl would be on there honestly. But Earl would make it off a of name. Yeah. But then again, it's like Earl will make it in the '90s off a of name. Oh, what we won? Twelve straight games. Yeah. 
Yeah, of course, the club cops. I'm not even thinking about talking about them being pro Oh, they said about Tucker? Yeah. Tucker going to be on the list. Tucker should be on the list. No. Tucker had a whole month with him. Was that Tucker or Cook? They had a whole month with any work. I think it was Cook. Never mind. It was Cook. Lamar got more touchdowns than, what was it? Lamar had more punts. Yeah, more touchdowns than he got punts. Something was crazy like that. It was a whole month. Cook was like, nigga, you need me? I'm here. I hold. Should he be on that list? Top ten. One. Okay, you say one, but what did one. he? Oh, Top ten. With... One. Who the hell was better than last year? They gonna get the Super Bowl MVP number one. Last year, when they put Drew Brees over Mahomes on the list, to me that made sense. That made sense because all right, he won the MVP, but Drew Brees was a little better in my eyes. This year. There's not a soul in the world, John, that should be number one. I'm going to try to tell you, I think they're going to put him in the top ten, but he ain't going to be in the top five. Then this is the dumbest list ever. We always do that every year. Right, the list is always dumb, but it, it's valid because it's, it's the people that's playing against them. But the people that's playing against them, I don't. I think they'd rather go against no Mahomes way. than the mom. There's no way <laughs> you'll put him not one. Yeah, I think the people going against like, yo, who would you rather face on this field, Lamar or Pat? I ain't chasing Lamar. All right, go ahead, Pat. <laughs> Come on, Pat. Let's go, Pat. Let's go, Pat. Right. Niggas ain't trying to chase Lamar. They may, may have him make him look stupid. So, yeah, Lamar might. He won't be top 10. I might go as far as say top five. If it ain't one, it ain't right. <laughs> it ain't right. I don't think it's going to be one. I'm sorry. If it ain't one, it's gonna be two. In fact, I hope it's two. I hope it's two. It can't be no lower than two. This ain't the Niggas play Aaron Donald. Sanders and still forgot Aaron Donald was on the field. <laughs> Good God, I'm like, that's me, Al. <laughs> you said a mouthful with that one, boy. <laughs> Insane. That's my guy. No disrespect to Aaron Donald. It's just our line was, was on fire and Lamar just had a Jackson 5, as they call it. <laughs> Versus battle. Should be coming on now, right? Huh? Should be coming on when? Nine? Eight o'clock. Eight? Eight o'clock. But you know that's on now. Okay. I'm looking at it now. Like, y'all late, man. What y'all doing, man? All right. This one is for New York and East Coast. Not too many down south or West Coast heads are going to be in there. So. Mm, mm, mm. The dope thing, this is going to be big for the pockets of Fabulous and Jadakiss because when this is over, 
They're going to get a lot of play on Spotify and Apple and Tidal, everything. With the playlist. They're going to get support a lot. So it'll be nice for their pockets. Yeah. And then uh, after the battle, it's another battle. It's another battle. Tonight, yeah, after that. DJ Envy and DJ Clue. They're going to put on a show afterwards. It's an after party. Not a battle, but an after party. Clue and Envy, so that's going to be a lot of mixing. Talking over the beat like clear. Al, <laughs> <laughs> take us out, man. Be blessed, be productive, be more. We love you. We out. Oh. All right, bro. All right. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the all new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque.